Welcome to episode number one of the Naked Faith Podcast, where we talk about all things faith, culture, and how to live a God-infused life. Today in the studio, we're going to be focusing on the power of attitude. Well, welcome everyone. This is Monty, and I am really excited uh, that we're talking about the power of attitude today. You know, I have had the opportunity um, to travel globally and to talk with people uh, from every walk of life and every <laughs> conceivable corner of the world, it seems. And, and I tell you, one of the things that's uh, high value for me is asking questions. I, I believe that there's something for me to learn from every single person that I, that I come into contact with. You know, one of the questions that I have asked over the years is, is a question dealing with today's topic. Uh, you know, I'll ask them, say, tell me, tell me what you believe is the most important factor that will help you succeed in life. Now, as I've asked a question like that, you can imagine some of the answers. I, you know, and I've gotten a, a, lot of, a lot of different types of answers, like, oh, it's all about luck. It's all about finances. It's all about networking. It's all about being in the right place in the right time. It's all, you know, it's even, even, maybe it's the God card. But I tell you, the people who I have seen who have accomplished the most uh, in, in this world have a very similar root answer to my question when I asked them, what do you believe is the most important factor? Almost without a doubt, every time I'm talking with someone who has achieved much and they get to that question to the end, you know, they'll pause for a moment and they look me in the eye and they say, you know, Monty, I really believe the most important element, the most crucial factor is all about attitude. And I really believe they're right. You know, Thomas Jefferson, you know, of all people, he said this, he said, nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving his goals. Nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong mental attitude. And I tell you, I believe Thomas Jefferson was hitting something that is very, very, very true. Attitude really determines how you will experience life, how successful you will be in life, and even it, it, it even helps define the way you integrate and connect best with God and live a faith-filled life. Now, I have often said when I'm doing leadership conferences, I've said, you know, give me a person with a positive attitude and a strong purpose and a strong passion, and I can give them the tools to accomplish anything. But if you give me a person who has all the education and all the tools, but doesn't have passion, purpose, and a positive attitude, there's not a lot I can do for them. Bad attitudes will sink teams. Good attitude, man, those are encouragers on a team. Bad attitudes destroy hope. But good attitudes will believe in something bigger and actually build and encourage hope. Bad attitudes never see the full potential. But good attitudes, man, they begin to see the invisible. And that's where faith is born. Bad attitudes major in sarcasm. Good attitudes major in faith, optimism. Bad attitudes keep people stuck right where they are, but good attitudes free people from the limitations and the situations that they find themselves in. You know, one of the problems facing us today really is how our culture 
elevates, and it even seems to worship sarcasm and the negative. Most of the sitcoms and the young adult shows today center around some curmudgeonly characters, and they all view things from a really negative and a sarcastic lens. Sit down and watch the plethora of reality TV shows, and you'll experience a steady diet of self-centered negativity. This is the primary programming language that is infusing the current and the next generation right now, and, and that really concerns me for the hope of the future. I don't know, maybe you struggle with the gift, if you would, of sarcasm, or you have a negative filter. Uh, if that's you, I, I want you to know that there are some things that you can do that can change the trajectory of your life, your outlook. I think you'll actually experience a fuller life. I think you'll see God more often. And you'll just be filled with more joy, hope, and happiness. And that's available to you. So uh, with our time on the podcast here in the studio today, there are really five things I would just like to talk through with you. Five things that I believe if you began implementing these practices in your life, one, you would see your attitude change. And as your attitude changes, I believe you would see some new things open up for you in your horizon. All right, so let's jump right in. The first thing is this. If you want to change that mindset from a negative to a positive, uh, you need to infuse your mind with the positive. It's, you know, data in, data out. Whatever you're putting in to the operating system of your life is what you're going to get out of your life. This is absolutely critical. You know, most of the stuff that's going into our minds and in our lives today is all negative. We start with negative news. How truly, sit down tonight, watch the evening news, watch world news, get a, get a notepad, grab a pen, and note how many of the news pieces are positive or optimistic or celebrating the good of humanity. Most of what you're going to see is there was another murder, there was gang violence, there was an earthquake, there's a political coup, we are still having turmoil in the Middle East, we have one nation rising up against another nation, or you know, our economy is in the, is in the tank, and there's, there's gridlock in Congress. Everywhere you turn on the news, it's negative, negative, negative. If that's what's going into our mindset all day long, we're going to get negative out. Now, what we need to do is to choose and to look for, to fill our minds and fill our souls with good, positive information. This is critical. So I tell you, read inspiring stories, faith-filled stories, positive and spiritual quotes. Those are some of my favorite things, man. I'm a quote-aholic. I'm always looking for a positive quote that can truly, you know, just help me, uh, help me overcome obstacles in life. Choose to watch media that is positive, and I would encourage you to limit negative media assaults on your life. Just don't watch them as much. Spend some time praying, meditating, ruminating, reading sacred scripture, reading books that elevate your soul and expand your soul. In short, I'm saying become aware of the data that you're feeding your mind and your soul because you're going to become just like the data that you are putting in. Second thing you can do is choose to be positive. It really is a choice. 
and you know, this is really where self-awareness is so necessary. Most people are not very self-aware of their emotions, their attitudes, or their thoughts. Slowing down enough by practicing some regular times of solitude and silence will greatly help you become more self-aware. Solitude and silence, man, those are two things most people in American culture never practice. I tell you, they will become your best friends if you want to live a much fuller, deeper, and richer life. As you become self-aware, you'll find that you have the option to make a choice about what you're thinking. You know, when I find that my mind is in a negative or a, pessimist, or a pessimistic mode, I, I always stop. And I simply ask God to help me release those thoughts to Him. And then I ask Him to re-infuse my thoughts with positive ones. Thoughts that flow from who He is. You know, in my mind, in my heart, I say things like this. I, hey, you know, I choose to think positive God thoughts right now. This helps me identify the negative thought patterns. And then I acknowledge that I don't want those things in my life. In fact, even in my mind, I kind of see those negative thoughts, those words, phrases, those sarcasms, and I kind of grab them with my imaginary mouse, and I drag those thoughts to the, to the trash bin on the screen of my mind and say, you know, I just don't want that kind of thought. I don't want that kind of energy in my life. And instead, I want to launch an application of what God has to say. What God has to say is true, it's good, it's wholesome, it's pure, and it's life-giving, not life-draining. All right, so the third thing is this. Not only do we need to infuse our minds with positive and then choose to make positive choices in a proactive sense, but the third thing is this. Practice gratitude every single day. This revolutionized my life. If you don't have a real cheap spiral notebook, you know, go out and get one today. They're like 79 cents. Sometimes you can get four for a dollar at your, your local store. Uh, that would be the best, you know, buck that you've ever spent in your life. You know, once you have that uh, spiral notebook, I want you to find a spot in your day to simply stop and write even one thing that you're grateful for. Boy, even the fact that you have a notebook and a pen and are able to write is something to be thankful for. You know, God, thank you. I actually have the ability to write words. I have the ability to purchase this 79-cent notebook. I have the ability to stop and to write. Those are three things right there, right? So sit and look for the things in your life that you can be grateful for. The more you invest in looking for the things to be grateful for and writing those down, I promise you this, the more you will see in your life the blessings and the hand and, and, and just the beneficent God uh, who is working with you. So the more you're looking, the more you'll see, and the more you'll go, wow, God is working in me and around me all the time. All right, so the fourth thing is this. You know, besides practicing gratitude daily, besides choosing to be positive and infusing your mind with positive things, the fourth thing is this. You really need to look at limiting the time that you spend with negative people. Truly, this is important. Now, now this one's a bit harder uh, because some of the negative people in your life 
You're probably thinking right now, yeah, that sounds easy for you, Monty, but I'm married to a negative person. Or, you know, my kids are negative, or my parents are negative, or I work with negative. These people are intimately connected to me as family and friends in my life, and I just can't get away from them. Well, if that's the case for you, I would say this. Note how much time you spend with those people who are negative, and then just add and invest more time with people who have a positive attitude and who expand your soul. I remember telling my kids when they were little, you know, you have two types of friends. You have asset friends and you have liability friends. And you actually need both in your life. You have some friends that you should be pouring into and helping out. Those would be your liability friends. Um, and you should also have some asset friends who are pouring into you. Now, if your scales are tipped to all of your friends are liability friends, well, you're going to shrivel on the vine. You'll probably become jaded, and you'll notice that your attitude really isn't positive, and that, again, is going to adversely affect your life. You know that old adage that uh, you become like the people that you hang out with? Well, that's absolutely true. So pay attention to the thoughts, the beliefs, and the things that the people around you say. As you become aware of the attitudes of the people around you, you'll be way better positioned to make decisions about how much time you spend with them. All right, on to the last thing for today. <laughs> this might seem simple, but it will really affect your day. Choose to smile. <laughs> Did you hear that? That's exactly what I said. Choose to smile. In fact, right now, wherever you're at, take a deep breath and just smile. I mean, give yourself a big Cheshire cat grin right now on your face. As you smile, can you feel your countenance change? Do you notice your posture changing? Choosing to smile might seem trivial, but it really isn't. It's really hard to be mad, angry, bitter, or negative when you are sporting a big smile. You know, so throughout your day, as you practice self-awareness, make the choice to smile big. I, I always think about smiling big and soft eyes. Uh, you know, when you do this, and, and I'm hoping you're even sensing it right now, it will flood your soul with better feelings. It'll flood your soul and your mind with better thoughts. And those are really going to help your attitude. I want to leave uh, some great quotes. Uh, I talked about quotes earlier. Here's some great quotes that you could uh, speak into your morning to program your day, program your mind, and your thought life with. And I'm just going to leave a few of these with you uh, before we close today. Here's the first one. Maya Angelou, she says, If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Norman Vincent Peale said, when you pray for anyone, you tend to modify your personal attitude towards him. That's really true. Viktor Frankl says, everything can be taken from a man or a woman, but one thing, the last of human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. How about Chuck Swindoll, one of my favorite pastors and speakers? He said, we cannot change our past, we cannot change the fact that people act in certain ways, but we cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. Well, how powerful is that one? Zig Ziglar said, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. Now, like uh, Khalil Gibran said this, 
Your living is determined not so much by what life brings to you as by the attitude you bring to life. Not so much by what happens to you as by the way your mind looks at what happens. That's, that's a good one to ruminate on. William James said, success or failure depends more upon attitude than upon capacity. Successful men act as though they have accomplished or are enjoying something. Soon it becomes a reality. Act, look, feel successful, conduct yourselves accordingly, and you will be amazed at the positive results. This one from Victor Hugo was powerful too. He said, certain thoughts are prayers. There are moments when whatever... Uh, be the attitude of the body, the soul is on its knees. Another one from Swindoll. He says, the remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. <laughs> Voltaire, life is a shipwreck, but we must not forget to sing in the lifeboats. You know, uh, a, couple, uh, a couple right before we close, Roald Dahl said, a person who has good thoughts cannot ever be ugly. You can have a wonky nose and a crooked mouth and a double chin and stick out teeth, but if you have good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and you will always look lovely. Maybe uh, my final one is uh, Philippians. The Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, it says, Our attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. So I don't know where you find yourself today. I don't know how you find your attitude, but let me encourage you. Take a moment, become more self-aware. Are you negative or are you positive? If you live in the world of sarcasm and negativity, it is going to greatly adversely affect the happiness and the joy that you have in life. The more you move to becoming a thankful, grateful person, the more your spiritual life will expand, and uh, the more your relationships will expand, and you will find more opportunities staring you in the face. They were always there, but you could just never see them before because of your attitude. Thanks for joining me on the Naked Faith Podcast today. Don't forget you can find us online at uh, nakedfaith.net or you can go to my blog site, which is montywright.com. Thanks and have an incredible day.